So um, here we are. This is our this is our second panel. It's it's the younger guys within the team. Yes. Lifa will remember these guys, eh? KSI. Remember these guys. Remember the Saturdays. We used to do our children's ministry on Saturday. And the parents will gladly, you know, drop them off on Saturday morning and, and, and come a little later to pick up. You know, we have Kiara, we have Malusi, we have Dumo, and, uh, and beautiful, and again, we're going to hear of, of their coming in and their highlights and, and, and what the space means um, for them. And so obviously, again, when, when, when Keys and I had a chat about forming the team, there was the thing of, you know, in, in consist, you know uh, consistent with the principle of the, 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 the stump and the shoot. We looked at the stump, the stump representing the older guys and, and those who have history, those who've been around, uh, who have seen, who, who have walked through issues. But the shoot represents these guys, or represented these guys, the younger guys, who had no history, but had, a, you know, um, had been inside of the space of LSA for, for some time, uh, had a, a thing inside of worship team that we felt, and uh, we thought to add them onto the team. And um, February 2022, uh, we would have gone as the eldership you know, for a retreat of uh, a weekend, and we came back with a, a decisive like, resolution to baptize young people in the Holy Spirit. And I think that that baptism moment became uh, very pivotal in this church in many, many ways. In many, many ways. And I think you've heard the stories of these guys share their stories of, of the Holy Spirit baptism. We do want to bring that and contextualize that into the worship journey. And, uh, you know, and, and how did you feel? And how, you know, how, in what ways did the Holy Spirit baptism empower you? Uh, inside of your own worship journey, being part of worship and having to stand in front of people to lead and to sing and to lead worship and, and to be responsible for the atmosphere, like Keegs would, sort, Keegs would say, to hold the space. Um, how, how did you, you know, talk, talk us through that? And we saw pictures of hands being laid. So you would have been baptized in, in the main meeting on Sunday, but there were sessions and encounters that went on during the worship uh, team practice. Again, then the, the principle comes in. Uh, that hands were still laid and encounters were had and all sorts of things happened. Yeah, talk us through that. Kiara, you have, you've been given the mic by the boys. Yeah, that was strategic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think um, something that we spoke about even on Friday this um, that just passed was that Yes, we were. We did have the prayer for the baptism here um, with everybody, but um, where we really broke out in our gifts was the the practice sessions. Um, and Uncle Robert and Uncle Keegan made it. Um, they were very intentional in the fact that they they made an environment to bring us to that place of breaking out. Um, so we had mm. that that first moment where. Malusi and I broke out in tongues and our own gifts. And um, it was facilitated a lot by uh, Uncle Robert just leading us, but also 
all, all the other adults that were there in the room, they started to speak in tongues and they were, um, they sort of made the environment conducive for that. Mm. And that was the first, that was the first time we broke out in tongues and it was very exciting and it was very powerful. But even the sessions after that, you saw how we were able to practice our worship and our gifts even to expand speaking in tongues and prophecy. It started there in the worship practice sessions before it even came to the wider community. So the, the Friday after Malusi and I uh, broke out in tongues, Dumor had his experience as well and we were prophesying for him and I think that was the first time that we, we had an opportunity to pray and prophesy over, um, over someone, just a person. And so that was, that was the first, first experience that we had in the worship team. And from there, it was even Uncle Keegan um, told us, I think this, the Friday after that, you now you've broken out in, in tongues, you know how to, um, how to do this thing, God's given it to you. So now you need to practice it. And they even pushed us to speak in tongues, to prophesy, what are you hearing from God? It's like, just turn your flesh off and just tune into the spirit. Mm. And that was the experience and that's how it grew from those worship practices where we were being pushed and we were being, um, we were being told to practice that, that we could come here. It's, it's the same pr principle of praying and worshiping and practicing for four hours just for 30 minutes here. Yeah. It's the exact same thing that yeah. we did with yeah. the Holy Spirit. Abs absolutely, absolutely beautiful. I remember that time, you know, Kiara, looking like there was a load on your shoulders. You couldn't stand. And the presence of God was so strong. And you eventually sat down. And, and uh, yeah, it wasn't long before you broke out in tongues. Absolutely. I think you describe your experience of feeling this ball of fire within your own, within your own spirit. That was a real <laughs> presence of God that just descended upon us. It was absolutely, absolutely amazing. Manusi. <laughs> Lose. <laughs> um, for me, it was just, um, you know, from the beginning of this year, I think the big thing for me was trying to find ways where I can serve the Lord. And so um, with the Holy Spirit, I think that was just a cherry on top for me because I, w I had more ways in serving the Lord. I could prophesy, I could um, speak in tongues, but even with playing the piano, I could serve the community by doing that as well. So I think that's what the Holy Spirit has been for me this year as well. And also, yes, our um, um, dad as well, introducing me in the, in the worship space as well. And just learning how to, how to worship God, you know, just using our instruments and, um, and also like um, leading as well. Because I remember times where um, dad would tell us to come um, of our instruments and we would stand here and, and, and worship and, and, and pray and even prophesy as well um, on the community when, when we were at the um, Glenridge Church. And I think it was, it's, it's, it was that whole thing. It was just about how to serve the church, how to serve the Lord, and how to use different things in order to serve the Lord, like the piano as well. So I think that's how the Holy Spirit has been for me and what... Um, my experience has always been, you know, and of course there are always factors that come with that, like, you know, being confident, not being scared to just prophesy and say what you, 
what you what you're feeling that the Lord is speaking to you, you know. Yeah. And I'm um, just speaking from there, so yeah. that's how I feel like the Holy Spirit has been. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember you screaming, you know, you're making some proclamations during that same because you had this, it was the same evening that the Spirit of God broke out in your lives, um, and I remember getting worried about Timothy, like he's gonna in the disturbing Timothy sleep here. <laughs> But there was such a strong presence of the Lord that evening that the Spirit of God descended upon you, um, upon you guys. Um, and and we, we will talk about, you know, you spoke about saving the Lord and through using, a, you know, through, through an instrument. We'll talk about how you actually had given up on the instrument. And I was thinking of all my, you know, time driving you to piano lessons. Like, how does this work? That's, that's time. That's time. It used to be what, honey, it's like what, Tuesday, every Tuesday afternoon or whatever it was. You know, like for 30 minutes, like, oh my God, it's like, what, what's this? <laughs> Tomorrow, you, 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 it was, I think you had missed that uh, Tuesday. It was probably some commitment. Um, and then you came a week later, yeah. uh, you know, into a space where the Spirit of God broke out in your life. T yeah. t t tell us about that experience. Um, yeah, so I think for me, um, you know, like we were speaking about like the, the Holy Spirit baptism and the, the Friday after there had just been, um, you know, breaking out into tongues. And I think for me, so obviously coming a, a week later, I felt, you know, maybe I'm missing out or maybe I missed out <laughs> on an experience. So I'm like thinking about, so, you know, the, the day after there, Friday, you know, the, and then on the Sunday, everyone's like, whoa, they broke out in tongues. And I was like, damn, I missed out, I missed out. <laughs> um, uh, but then obviously, my Friday came. And I think I, I mentioned this in my testimony as well, is that I knew it was coming. I mean, I walked into the space, and Uncle Keegan, like, did this, like, little things, like, Dimo, do you want to pray? And I was like, oh, here's my time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, here it is, here it is. Um, and yeah, I think for me, um, the two things is that, one, I felt... So connected to Malusi and Kiara, I think m mainly because so so afterwards and after I'd just broken out. Oh my God! Bike, okay. Um, I get told this all the time, by the way, when I'm <laughs> when I'm singing. Um, I think for me it was, you know, they they had just been praying. Oh, I had just been uh, breaking out into tongues, and then they they prayed for me, and afterwards, and they and they prophesied over my life. Um, and I think one that brought us so so much closer together or if anything it just it made me feel connected again you know because I just spoke about how I felt like I was out of place and now you know they're, they're 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 praying for me we're all in the same space and I felt as though okay well this is the tethering that I've been you know that I was longing for for, for the entire week yeah and um you know they're praying over my life and and, and all of those things that I'm feeling wow this is absolutely incredible I mean uh, these these are my friends and they're and they're praying over my life and I think that's absolutely beautiful and I think the, the the other aspect of it was you feel so much more connected to God after you've been prayed over um, and you feel so much yeah. more connected when like after the, the the Holy Spirit baptism and so for me um, like Malusi was saying like you feel so much more confident and yeah. it's it's not like you have to create an entire space for God to come in, it's more like you just start speaking and, you know, here comes God or here's this direct line to him. Yeah. Um, almost as if you're picking up a telephone and calling someone. It's yeah. a simple dial and there God is um, and you're speaking to him. And so I think for me, that's what the Holy Spirit baptism did for me. 
is that it, it brought me so much closer to Malusi and Kiara and it brought me so much closer to God. And, and, yeah. and, and even within the worship space, I mean, everyone's there and, and we're all together. And so I feel like for me, um, yeah, just that idea of closeness and, and, yeah. and, and culture and community for me was, was, yeah. was, was really, really important. And I think, I think that's amazing because there's no amount of time that can be facilitated. Amount of prize or these things are good. Social activity is good, has its role. But you're talking about a sense of, being, of feeling connected, you know, and, and can actually happen uh, a sense of disconnection either to people that you feel are older than you or uh, people that are of your age but uh, maybe feel like, uh, you know, they're not quite like me. Isn't it amazing that the Spirit of God descends? He establishes the spiritual kinship, this sense of brotherly kindness, this, this sense that we are actually brother and sister, which, which, I mean, parents can do stuff, you can cultivate stuff, but you need, you need the Holy Spirit to jump at some stage and really facilitate that. Um, and I know that that expands, expands itself beyond just the worship team. Uh, to other young people, you know, who are not in the worship team, but who also, you know, got, got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I think that's quite significant. Kicks, you want to... They put the mic off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's amazing. It was, it's happening within a, a worship team dynamic, right? Yeah. But um, just God facilitating the moment, um, being very intentional, actually, to recognize that these guys came out of a, a session... You can't really go back to worship practice and say, guys, great, baptism is, is done, really happy for you all, now let's focus on the song list for Sunday. You know, uh, you have to be intentional because you're walking through that, the inheritance, what they're going through is our inheritance as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the second thing actually relates to, you know, you're talking about this fellowship that comes with the Holy Spirit, and that's great, and I think God does these things intentionally. Because the arrival of the Holy Spirit in your life does separate you from people. Mm. It changes the way you think. You ch it, it actually separates you from friends. But yeah. you do need a space where, people are, where you're walking with people with a common thing. Yeah. And, and the activity of the Holy Spirit in your life has that common thing. Yeah. But ever since the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you wouldn't fit exactly everywhere else. Yeah. That's just a natural process, you know. God separates you to himself, but also gives you a community. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. And, and, and you guys have served in two Kingdom Humanity fellowship meetings, and, 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 and those are big platforms of serving beyond LSA uh, to the wider churches, you know, mostly here in Devon. Um, you know, really quite significant. Thankful those happen after, after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, but what did that mean for you? The, you know, serving inside of Kingdom Humanity Fellowship, uh, standing alongside uh, the legends we had earlier here. Uh, you know, you know, to 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 to, to, to serve uh, in whatever in your respective roles. You know, what did Kingdom Humanity meetings uh, mean for you? Um, well, I think for me it was a big moment of growth. Mm. Um, Yes, from, from the first one to the second one, but also individually. I mean, the first Kingdom Humanity, we were, I mean, we were always comfortable with, you know, we're starting with our worship, and then the skill will follow, but this time it's like the skill needs to be there. 
<laughs> where is the skill? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first kingdom of humanity was, it was God even saying that you need to, you need to catch up now. You need that yeah. skill that it needs to progress even, even faster. And it was just yeah. this confidence that you needed to have even, like I always struggled. Uh, I know Uncle Keegan and Auntie Must know from, from the time when, when we first started the worship practice, I always struggled with being confident in worship and leading and praise. Auntie Zamor knows I could not <laughs> sing out for my, to save my life, I could not. <laughs> but this, the first Kingdom Humanity, that was something I even, um, God even convicted me about. It was you needed to grow not only in your, in your skill, but also in your confidence. This, yeah. is, this is what God needs from you, and you had yeah. to meet him yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so it was being able to stand in front of all of these people, but that's not what you see. You're seeing confidence in the Spirit, and yeah. that's even what the Holy Spirit gave us. I mean, I remember Malusi saying that now it's, it's like God is saying, let go of the fear. Now yeah, you need to yeah, be yeah. fearless. Yeah. And the Kingdom Humanity space actually brought that opportunity for well, personally, for me to be fearless, to be yeah. confident in yeah. that space. Yeah. And from, from the first one to the second, second kingdom humanity, you could see even the how, it's like we did it the first time, we can do it the second time. <laughs> so like you knew, you just knew God was going to show up for yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it, whatever the circumstances were, God showed up in that moment. Yeah. And it was, the confidence was there, the skill was there. It was fully just trust in God. I mean, the second kingdom of humanity came with its own yeah, set of things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, like, well, personally, um, we came from my cousin's and my aunt's funeral. So it yeah. was literally, literally minutes, <laughs> minutes before we could get on, we were at the funeral. Yeah. And um, then we got there, and then the in-ear monitors were messing us up. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why the cords weren't working. Things are just not working out. But like Auntie Zamo likes to say, the devil is a liar. <laughs> and we saw how God just showed up. And the second kingdom humanity, kingdom humanity just showed me how I can trust God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter what's going wrong. We practiced our worship, and God just told us, just rely on me for this. So the skill will come. Yeah. You know that you've, you've grown in this space yeah, of worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so from the first to the second, there were just a whole bunch of things that God was shaping and showing. Beautiful. So, yeah. the, the confidence you know that you're working with God, and God will show up, uh, is quite an important thing. Spiritual confidence. And I'm going to go there. I don't just go there with my gift. I go there with a favor of God's presence. That when I start ministering, he will show up. And, and you need that not just in terms of worship. That can be generalized now into other areas of life. It's like God will show up, you know, in life. Yeah? It's like, yeah, Malusi, what, what, what did it mean for you, kingdom humanity? Um, for me, kingdom humanity... Um, of course, like Kiara said, we had to, our skill had to be like on point. <laughs> and keep in mind, I didn't really want to play at the beginning of the year. So like practicing wasn't really my thing. So I had to like reteach myself everything, <laughs> everything again. Um, but I think uh, Kingdom Humanity was just beautiful for me because I, I learned so much 
of how to worship there as well. So then I would, I would even see um, the, the community like crying and lifting up their hands. And even Uncle Keegan would even tell me sometimes, don't always, although you mustn't be wrong, but don't always focus on playing the great, like these chords that sound amazing, but focus on creating an atmosphere where God can intervene. Yeah. So that's what I try to always do with the piano every time I, play, I, I played. And even when I, I play, sometimes I would pray as well. And I think that was a shock to most people as well. And I think that also comes as you practice, because like you, can, you can play without looking, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like you can worship and play at the same time, which is like amazing for me. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's what Kingdom Humanity has been for me. That's just one thing that I learned, that focus on creating an atmosphere where, where people can, can lift up their hands and even cry and be vulnerable to me as well. And even worship as you, as you do that as well. Yeah. Don't just be limited as, as you play the piano, but use it as a tool for the Lord. Absolutely. So I think that's what Kingdom Humanity has been. And of course, um, Uncle Keegan and the, the, um, the legends have taught us to always <laughs> have these skills. You know, you must build your skills. You must practice as well. And that, and, and that for me came from, you know, practicing so i think that's also practice was important there. yeah 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 so, absolutely yeah. like uh you know uh, what does the bible say a horse must be prepared for the, for the day of, of battle mm. victory does come from the lord but the horse must be prepared so yeah. uh, preparation uh, practice uh but again the focus of practice being to, to worship before the lord to enter into the court of the king and to worship him absolutely, absolutely beautiful uh, Dumo, what did, did, what did it mean for you, uh, Kingdom Humanity meetings? Yeah, so the first one, um, I remember for the, for the very first one, I had a hockey tournament going on from, from Friday, <laughs> to, Friday to Sunday. And you know, I, I remember those hockey tournaments, and so like, I was missing practices, and I was all over the place. And so it was all the way in, in, in Belito, in Redem, or Mshanga rather. And so I, I remember I had to catch an Uber from, from Mshanga to, 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 to Glenridge. But I, I'd also like missed out on some meetings. And I'm coming here and I, I still have my kit on and I'm just like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to sing or even play. Um, <laughs> I remember I, I, I saw Uncle Keegan. I'm like, Uncle Keegan, like, am I singing? <laughs> and he goes, um, yeah, yeah, of course you're singing. And I, I was like, okay, cool. So I went up on stage and obviously we, we, we worshipped and it was amazing. Um, and then the second one came. And so, but I feel like for, for the first one, I, I, I was obviously, I felt really, really underprepared, um, if anything. I mean, everyone here is speaking about like, you know, like honing your, your skill and everything. And, and, I, and I wasn't there for a lot of the, the practices. Um, and so I was feeling like, yo, am I, like, do I deserve to be up there with them? You know, they've been putting in a lot of work. I've been out here playing hockey. Um, I, it doesn't work out type of thing. Um, and the first one for me was just that, you know, that reminder that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not always about whether you can make practices, even though that's important, yeah. but it's about your, your, your position and, and, and the heart that you're holding in, yeah. in that moment. And so all I really wanted to do was just to be with them and, and, and to worship God in, in that space and to create an atmosphere, like, like Malusi is saying, create an atmosphere for, atmosphere for everyone. And so that was the first one for me. And a lot of growth took place between the, the, the first King of Humanity and the second one. And yeah. for the second one, I feel like, you know, we were, we were obviously there at Anthem. And it was so cool to see 
because I hadn't been to uh, another church in a long time where you can see their worship team, yeah. you know, and it was yeah. so cool to to see yeah. them and, and they were doing their thing, doing their thing. And um, I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And, and the whole time I'm just like, whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> and what I'm so grateful for, and I think I shared this with mom, like mom and dad and even Uncle Keegan and, and the team on Friday, is that Uncle Keegan's really, really taught us that worship must always come first. And that, that will come, you know, that's that, um, that looking, looking super prepared and looking so energetic on stage and not feeling like, oh my gosh, like we're about to sing, guys, like are yeah. we ready type of thing. Yeah. And, you know, like that, that, that skill will come, but yeah. it's so important that, that, that you worship first. And, I was, and, I, and I'm so grateful for the, for the second kingdom humanity because, you know, we really got to hold the space so, so well. And, you know, when we were singing Oyinkosi um, Yamakosi and even afterwards and the, and, and, and the reports and comments afterwards coming were like, wow, we haven't heard that song sung in a long time. Yeah. And this one lady came up to me and, she, and me and dad and she said, you know, that song came to me about 15 or 20 years ago when I first got saved. Yeah. And it wasn't about the, the how well we played the song, but it was yeah. the atmosphere that we had created because mm. of that song and because of our hearts. And so I yeah. think that's what I'm super grateful for is that the growth that has taken place and what it's meant to me is that it is super important that when you're worshiping or, or when you're praying is that that must be the the focus that you're creating an atmosphere and like uncle king has been saying you're going ahead of the community you're doing your work but the community must see your heart and they must see the position of your heart and not yeah. how great you're playing or or how you want the the lights to be on you but it's that it's that space of vulnerability and being like i'm coming to you as a human, just as you are, and I'm showing you my brokenness, and in that, together, we can create an atmosphere and, and, and a sound and praise that is worthy to ascend to the Lord. Yeah. I think the thing of creating an atmosphere keeps coming through these guys, um, you know, creating atmosphere. That's, I think that's all, they've all mentioned this, uh, and I think it's a great thing to learn at this, at this stage about worship and about being inside of the worship team space. Like, this is all about so we talk about Sunday inside of the eldership team being a, a, you know, a, a portal and an interface. You know, once we've removed all the programs and we create programs, but the objective is to create an interface and a portal for God to interact with people and for people to interact with God. A very critical you know, principle inside of the worship team space that as a, as a, as a musical worship minister of, of the Lord, like that minstrel, that you know, musician that served with Elisha, you want to create an atmosphere. That's what that guy did that day. When Elisha said, bring me a musician, uh, whatever he did created the atmosphere for the prophet to prophesy. And I think that principle being embedded inside of your heart so early is, is an amazing job well done. Absolutely. And um, Kings, anytime you want to pop in, you can, you can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, so I think Duma also has a nice story of the drum situation, which he, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, probably yes. Gonna hear and that. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think the one thing I was going to say was, um, inside of this time, I think Kingdom Humanity, um, the second one, we, we also went to, Rocker Robbers take us to Two Fish and Five Loaves. Um, we were yeah. going through that process, yeah. and we were we were practicing and doing all of this stuff. And some things work out, some things don't. <laughs> and what all we say consistently is, "Offer God what you have. You know, let Him multiply it. You have to bring something." And and in allowing 
to create that atmosphere going ahead of the people. You must stretch, you must go as far as you can because yeah. you're bringing people into your worship. You, you're worshiping God, you're not, you're not instructing people to worship God. You're worshiping God and they're observing that. You're bringing them into your experience and out of that, people worship. Um, and so you have to go ahead, but you have to allow God to multiply the little that you have That's right. as well. And he did that. He multiplied the little. We, we don't know <laughs> who's coming from funerals. And this shift of, you know, this place of, of you, you are, you're in a place of, you know, you're sad. You are grieving. You're coming yeah. from grief to worship God and to lead people. That's, how do you transition? Yeah. That's, that's not something you take lightly, but... If your faith is in the Lord, that you give him the little, he multiplies it, and the, the Holy Spirit is there to work things through. Nobody actually feels it. People are, are reminded about songs. I mean, the testimonies after that first thing was amazing. Absolutely. Reminded of songs. Oh, I remember this song. My yeah. first salvation moment. Oh, this, this experience that you have. I think, yeah. I think that's amazing. But the consistent theme is give God the little that you have. That's right. Actually, you may have missed a couple of things, but, but you have something. You know, and uh, yeah, I rely on him to, to multiply it. And I think he's been doing that. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And, and, and as we seal, seal this up, so Kiara, for you, a part of your key highlights, you know, it ranges from the whole principle of the stamp and the shoot, uh, being in the space with the older people, uh, you know, getting to see the uncles and the aunts and... <laughs> And, 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 and what the worship team space has meant for you, obviously around the death of, of dead and, and, and coming into the space, you know, I, I'm just going to give you freedom to talk about whatever you want to talk about between those things. Uh, yeah, talk to us about any one of those things. <laughs> um, well, I know in the last panel, um, Uncle Tommy was saying that they came into the worship space and they had nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> in truth, <laughs> um, hearing, hearing all the adults and how they worshipped and how they interpreted things and um, just the things that they told us about, the, the whole principle of the stump and the shoot, that was our learning space. It yeah. wasn't about the skill that they had or how well they sung they were really worshippers. Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to Auntie Merce and Uncle Keegan just speak about um, how they felt the worship went or how um, Uncle Robert spoke about something. I hear Uncle Tommy and Uncle Sanganani talk about um, how God moved in their heart in that moment of worship. And that's, that's even like, it teaches me certain things to see inside of those moments. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. teaches me um, how to just let go sometimes of the, the, um, uh, the guitar and just worship. S I mean, I've seen Uncle Tommy just like put down the bass and just <laughs> worship. But it's been, it's been something for even me to learn about because I, I like having the guitar there. You know, it's like the safety net. But it's... It's, it's grown to the space where I see just Uncle Keegan and even Uncle Tommy, how they just let it go yeah. and they just worship. And I see that and I learn from that. I see how unashamed Uncle Klanganani and Auntie Merce are when they worship, just yeah. to uh, kneel down and cry and just, you know, just let go. And that's impacted me. Like, just, just be how you need to be inside of those space. And it's, 
and it's it's not just like right now how I've seen them um, behave and like try to mimic or learn from, but it's also the experiences that they had. I mean, mom was in the worship space, and she tells me about those moments when she was 15 years old and crying, just letting go and praising yeah. in front of God. And uh, I saw Auntie Zamor even just laying prostrate on the floor and just yeah. worshiping God. And it's being unashamed in the presence yeah. of God. Yeah. And I think just learning and pulling from all of those experiences has really been um, just a joy for me and just something to, to learn from. That's, that's really beautiful. As that really speaks so powerfully into the principle of the stamp and the shoot, the modeling of, and I know that the guys who were here earlier, they thought that they, they, they came with nothing. But actually, there's a testimony coming from the younger generation that there was a, a modeling of the culture of worship. Um, uh, that, that is so crucial in, in, in this journey. Uh, because otherwise, this becomes a very, very burdensome journey. If it's just about skill and gift and and without the, um, uh, the, 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 the element of worship and devotion, uh, which really bring the oil and just make sure that this oil, this, this process is lubricated. It's not, it's not difficult. It's time we do this. We, we do this because we love the king. We're not doing this, we're not doing this because of our performance before a people. And uh, if, if worship has been... Uh, practiced and modeled before you, then you can also model it before the Stempy Souls and the Davids and, and the Timothys, uh, and that becomes a beautiful thing. Uh, Malus, you, you, you had, so like I mentioned earlier, there was a, uh, I had been taking you, boy, <laughs> to piano lessons. I invested time, every Tuesday I remember it was, and I'll wait outside there by the school, wait. You know? And come the beginning of the year, oh, Dad, I don't know if I want to play <laughs> piano anymore. I was like, wow, this is interesting, man. And the Spirit of God jumps, and you talk about rediscovering purpose, rediscovering your purpose within the context of the, of the, of the community. Actually, the piano that you no longer wanted to play be, became a key tool to rediscover that purpose for you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it has. Um, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to play you know? <laughs> um, at the beginning, but um, I think when Dad took me the first time to the worship space, I wasn't playing at this time. I was just there to like, you know, observe how everything was done. And I think I was really impacted about. Uh, I was really impacted by Uncle Keegan and the way he played. And I think that for me ignited like um, a fire in me to get back into playing the piano because I had like a, a proper like I, I would say like a proper reason to play like hey I'm playing because I, I love God I'm playing for the Lord I think the last time was just about you know self-development okay they see potential let me let me play <laughs> and uh, I didn't really have like a proper like reason why I wanted to play yeah so I think at the start of this year I, when I went there and I observed that um, that's um, ignited a fire in me and that uh, allowed me to um, you know go throughout, um, go through the year, just reminding myself of that and every practice is going there and, and reminding myself, hey, I'm doing this for the Lord, I'm doing this for the Lord and 
And I think that's affected the way I play. Like I talk, I'm talking about, you know, creating an atmosphere where God can intervene. Yeah. And so that, that reason led to many things, you know. And um, I, I think um, even with the stump and the shoots, um, that example um, is, is, is really Uncle Keegan for me of how he, he taught me how to play in the worship space. And how you taught me how to worship as well. And with the Holy Spirit, I think really with the Holy Spirit as well, he helped me through that because I remember one time we went to um, uh, one of these um, uh, prayers that we had with um, all the men, right? Yeah. And then uh, Uncle Keegan's dad was there and he's like really good at playing. <laughs> so then I, I watched him play and I was like, shucks, I wanted, to, I, wa I wanted to do that as well. And then now comes Kingdom Humanity and I told myself, I remember one of the chords that he played. <laughs> and I really wanted to play that as well. And then I remembered we got to the moment. Everyone was like, it was like a very vulnerable moment. Everyone was like crying, lifting up their hands. I remember that moment. And then I, I thought, okay, let me play it now. But then, but then I, I felt like the, the, the Holy Spirit for me, he, he, I think he guided me in that moment. You see, I think he wanted me... He reminded me again, hey, you need to create a moment for the Lord. Not just, you know, just, not just for entertainment and playing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, yeah, I tried to really take what uh, Uncle Keegan told me, like, very, very seriously as well. You know, try to create this, uh, um, this moment where God can intervene and people can just be vulnerable and just worship the Lord. And that is... I, I've had moments where I would even uh, cry while I played the piano just by seeing people um, worship the Lord and I, me knowing that, hey, I'm actually serving God when I do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and God is actually coming in and, and, and working in people's hearts and working in, in my heart as well. And I think that's what also the, the love for playing the piano came back as I played more. Yeah. You know, yeah. as I played more, uh, that love came back. And I, I think it, was a, it's, it became like a different love now than just playing the piano only. Yeah. It's just yeah. like playing for, uh, the piano for the Lord as well, and for also for, for you guys as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm playing for you too. <laughs> uh, um, I'm practicing, you know. So, yeah, I think, I think that's how the Holy Spirit has been linked in, you know, the worship space yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just seeing that, yeah. yeah that's how it's been. Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, instead of that, you learn this something called parenting too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I set the date. <laughs> so, so Dumo, um, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Keeks shows up in in in, in a home to explore drums and yeah. and stuff like that, and you kind of had to dust off that skill as well. Yeah. And 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 you talk of. Uh, the significant, almost like supernatural um, jump mm. in, in, the, in, this, in, in the scale that you're feeling around playing drums. Because yeah. you actually, so you, you haven't had as much input. The output that you're seeing, the outcome that you're mm. seeing is not, cannot be justified by um, maybe the level of in input that's gone in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> so, um, you know, when we were speaking about uh, everything on Friday, <clears throat> at first the first thing I thought about was how I came into the worship space, um, you know, like that being injured, and then I remember Uncle, Uncle Wa, where, when we were part of the tech team, Uncle Wa said something, and he was like, hmm, Duma's going to be there very soon, and I was like super excited, I was like, whoa, I'm going to be part of the worship team, that's so crazy, 
And then, um, that's cool. But he just said it in passing. And, and I was like, well, don't listen to rumors. Just like, wait, if anything happens, it'll happen. Mike, the sorry. Mic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, um, fast forward, and now I'm part of the worship team. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm doing it with Dad, which is so cool as well. And then Uncle Keegan shows up and is like, hey, like, you, you still got your drum? I'm like, yeah, I, I still got my drum. And me, I'm, like, pretty confident. I'm like, yeah, I can still pray pretty well. And then we go there, and, yeah, I, I don't think I was that good, personally. I was playing, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying really hard, because I'm just like, is this how you do it again? Okay, I think this is how you do it again. And, because, um, like, that drum has been sitting there for a really long time, and... I think for me, it's been, it, it, it almost felt like it was a, a natural skill. So I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a writer if Uncle Keegan comes. And it, it, it didn't go to plan. And, you know, and Uncle Keegan, and Uncle Keegan's there, and he's like doing this thing. And I'm just like, he's not doing this thing. He's like, <laughs> okay. Um, and so then we fast forward to, I don't, yeah, so Uncle Robert's speaking about this, this, this supernatural, I don't, I don't remember where along the line. At first I thought, because when I was sharing with Uncle Keegan, I thought it was my, like my air playing in the car. So obviously I, I like listening to like a, lo a lot of music, and so with the music I like like playing drums like in the air. And so I thought it was from like playing drums in the air, and I was like, oh, okay, I've, I've, I've gotten good because I was playing drums in the air in the car. And I don't think it was that. I think it was this supernatural charge from God where it was almost like, he first needed to teach me how to be in the worship space yeah. before I could pick up sticks and, you know, decide to play the drums because, you know, behind the drums, you don't do much aside from actually playing the drums. Like, you don't worship as much as yeah. you would if you're holding a microphone. Yeah. And so, you know, I thought I was, yeah, I think playing, playing, playing drums in the car, I thought was my, was, was my, was my practice. And it yeah. wasn't my practice. It couldn't yeah. have been. And so... You know, like the more, like when I picked up the, the sticks for, for, for Kingdom Humanity, yeah. and I was like, well, this is pretty cool. Like, I don't know when I got this good, but <laughs> I think I'm playing pretty well type of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think it was that supernatural charge from God mm -hmm. where just like, I need to first teach you in the worship space how to worship yeah. before I can trust you behind the drums. Because um, yeah. even like with behind the drums, you, you have to be so conscious and aware of, 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 of everything the because atmosphere. yeah because yeah. you like that drum is can really be a driving force but it can also hinder a moment with God yeah. because if you're behind the drums and you aren't um, and you aren't aware of the spiritual atmosphere that's that's being created you can want to play and be like okay cool I want everything to be pumped up but that's not the time and that's not the place and I feel like you know when I was singing and and worshiping here and in, in the front uh, I was taught that. I was taught, okay, cool, this is where we're taking this, and this is when we're bringing it down, this yeah. is when we're, we're, you know, we're, we're settling, and, and we've settled, and now we've reached that plateau, and we're like, okay, cool, we've reached the presence of God, and it's okay to be here and just to sit in that moment. Yeah. You don't need to pump everything up all the time, because sometimes, you know, when you're behind the drums, it's super easy to get carried away. Um, and so yeah. I think that's, those are all things that I hadn't known before Uncle Keegan had showed up into, my, in, in, into the house and, yeah. you know, showed me the drums and I'm like, okay, cool, like, let me see what you got. I was super focused on trying to impress him and show him that I can still play rather than yeah. now where I feel like when I play, it's like I'm very conscious of, okay, cool, this is where we're going. Bring it, remember to take it down. Remember that you aren't the only person praying, playing. Remember that, you know, you aren't playing for yourself. You're playing to, once again, create an atmosphere. And I don't think I would know all those things without having worshipped and stuff. And so, yeah. you know, when I was saying this to Uncle Keegan, Uncle Keegan said, no, like, you were pretty fine on the drums. It was just that 
spiritually maybe you weren't ready yet and yeah. there was that pause yeah. from God it was like I see I see your potential but you need to press pause on that because there's so much that you need to learn here before you can sit behind the drum and, and, and play the drums and so I think for me like that's probably one of the highlights is that I'm, I'm so grateful that it was paused um, you know we speak about predestination I'm, I'm so grateful that yeah. in that moment it, it wasn't like we need a drummer yeah. it was um, we need we need a worshiper you yeah. know, we need someone who can fill the space and worship accordingly so that when they do hop behind the drums, it's, 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 it's a way that's pleasing to God and not yeah. like I'm trying to please everyone in the room or please myself. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I think the, the whole thing of really learning to tune in with the atmosphere, it takes, it takes a lot. You can have very, sometimes very good musicians who don't know how to do that. You know, I, I promise you the day Elisha called for a musician, he wasn't just looking for a guy who could play. He was looking for a guy who could tune into the moment through a melody. So actually, this is like a, a prophetic space. Uh, to be a worship leader or to be part of the worship team is very much a, a prophetic exercise. And I think I'm happy. I'm very happy that um, you, you guys are learning that principle at this stage of your life that there's something called tuning into the atmosphere. There's something called creating the atmosphere. There's something called reading the atmosphere. Not just reading your own gift. Yeah. Reading the atmosphere and then playing accordingly or singing accordingly, whatever the case may be. And, and I remember, I remember uh, when the Holy Spirit baptism was done again early this year, uh, feeling like, you know, actually the young people are going to stand alongside us to carry the load. Yeah. And I think it was beautiful for me that moment when that moment came of Kingdom Humanity meetings here in the city to have you guys standing alongside to carry that load. I think that was, that was absolutely beautiful. Kiggs, you wanna? Yeah, um, just to draw the comparison, I mean, we would have known about Dumo and the drums and, and even Jose playing the drums. We knew about these guys playing the drums, uh, but even for, for me, but we weren't ready yet. Yeah. You know, so not about the skill levels, but when we approach in September, a very different conversation. I think Rob and I were chatting. We were saying, I'm, I'm confident these guys will pull it off. Yeah. I think they, they can do a great job here, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they did. Yeah, and the, the way they held that space, so even, even this, the, the Celebrate uh, Kingdom Humanity evening yeah. was amazing. That yeah. plus, very different flavor even to May. Yeah, um, absolutely. But they, they held the space, not because any one of us in the team got much better skillfully, because September, we had our own demons. <laughs> I, we, we, uh, so I'm going to share. We were doing Hosanna, guys. <laughs> With the scale changes, and it was amazing. Amazing. During practice. During practice. Yeah. Absolutely. And we will pull it off for you one day. <laughs> right? Yeah. One day. Just before we start that evening on Sunday, it was a mess. <laughs> we couldn't find the scale changes. We were singing different places. Timing was off. And I said, guys, let's just do it normal. Yeah. Right? But it never compromised the meeting. Absolutely. I think those, those moments were there. So, we did, so the scale and all stuff is growing. And I'm, I'm excited what 2023 would bring yeah. with that. You know, we're growing in that space. But um, just the conversation, because we've come to a certain place, we can do much more. Yeah. Um, I think that's amazing. 
Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, do you want to give God a hand of praise just around that? I, 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 think, I, think, I, think, I think it's beautiful. I mean, this, this testimony is beautiful. I know that in our program, part of what we we're going to do uh, was to talk about the songs, right? And, and I don't think, you know, uh, we won't be able to do that anymore today. I think we'll create a moment for that, probably beginning of the year. Because, uh, you know, man, there were songs that carried us. You know, God anoints songs. How many of us know that? Uh, remember, be still, beginning of the year. And each time we do be still, then they start thunder and storm. It's like <laughs> some angel will show up. And we do still, be still for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh, it, 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 was, it was crazy. And it, it's a... It's a and it's a melody that we tried in, in, inside of worship practice. Uh, Zamo and I had somebody, we were in a meeting in Cape Town, somebody gave us this melody, be still, be still, da, 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 da. And I, and I thought, let's try this. Man, it was beautiful. And God was ministering to us. I'm just amazed. The song that, you know, Kicks wrote in the midst of worship practice. Um, and as we all kind of sat there in the atmosphere and held the space, words and melody just fell into, into, into place. I mean, it, it was amazing. I think Rich was saying the other day during Kingdom Humanity that they wanted to sing this, uh, you know, this song as well. Uh, and when you start to see churches buying into what has come from the Lord as a melody, uh, is absolutely, absolutely, and we are looking at recording these songs just for Tami and Tlanganane. <laughs> the unfinished project will be finished, my brothers. <laughs> it's going to be done. Um, God anoints songs and then Hosanna. I know that, you know, and sometimes God, you know, dwells and indwells the praises of his people. He anoints songs and the eldership conversation inside of the song list is that actually. It's like, hey, let's do this song again. There's, there's the anointing of God upon this song. Uh, again, it typically, maybe in churches, it's just go for the, ch the song that makes you feel great or that you feel is in line with your skill. But actually, inside of the eldership, when we talk about the song list for a Sunday, like, hey, I feel like we did this song last Sunday. We need to do this song again. There's the anointing of God. Was what are we after? The interface and the portal. What's the point of having a meeting if you can't deliver the presence of God into the hearts of the people? Either through worship or through the ministry of the word of God or through praying for people, whatever the case may be. And, and so I think, I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it's really, really has been amazing. And again, I want to really just you know, honor Keegs for his leadership inside of the worship team space. I think he... And, and probably God takes us through experiences and bad experiences sometimes can help shape, you know. Oftentimes we, we, we walk through our own baptism of fire as God refines a leader for the future. And I think having sat through, uh, you know, worship practices and having seen th things go wrong, people being broken or whatever the case may be, has led and produced the, the shepherd that you have been inside of the space. And, and, and I can trust, I can trust Kings. Like I don't, I go, to the, I go to the worship team not just to check what's going on because I, I, I've loved it. It's been refreshing for me. Um, but I fully trust him, not just his 
musicality, he's, very, he's a very musical man, but his leadership, that he can represent me, can represent us inside of the eldership space, that we're not going to, you know, get, deal with pastoral cases of people coming and say, I was at the, elder, at the, at the worship practice and this was said and, and this was done. Oh, my God. It's like, and so you've done a great job, Kicks, you know. Uh, yeah, come on. Just. <laughs> you, you, you've, you've done a, a really great job. Um, and look at the young people. Look at, look at, look at you know, the, the legends being brought back into the space. Uh, uh, and I, I know, I've known your heart to really make sure that, you know, the guys come into the space to have a voice and contribution, you know, you're not holding the space. So I think it's, it's appropriate to honor you for that, you know. You've done, a, you've done a great job. And, you know, with that, what, there's a principle about Joseph. Whenever he, wherever he went, it says when he was working, Potiphar didn't have to worry about the thing. When he was in prison, the prison warden didn't have to worry about the thing. When he was taking care of Egypt, Pharaoh didn't have to worry about the thing. I think that's too much a principle. Is very much. Mafa can sleep on Friday in, in Umlazi and not have to worry about the thing. I can sleep in my place and not have to. I can go and watch movies and know that there's a good cultivation stewardship, not only of people but of the process. And very much in line, you know, with the, uh, an in-depth understanding of what LSA is about. Uh, you know, it, it takes a lot. God has to give a man and a woman for a place and for a portfolio. Uh, and you can't train people in some of these things. We, we, these are conversations we, we have with Zam. We can't, there are things you can't train people on. Uh, if you have to train people on some of those things, then there's no point. It's like, actually, <laughs> I may as well just do the job. And, and that is, is a sign of, you know, Isaiah 44, God calls a man and God supplies resource. And so I think we honor you for that. We, you and Mess, I know your passion and your partnership in your marriage. Um, and, and yeah, so it's, it's been a beautiful, pleasant. It's, it's coming through, through the testimony, how pleasant it's been. So um, absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And, and this, this concludes, and so we will talk about the songs, probably early next year, talk about the songs, and it might be great to also get your feedback about those songs. I know be still there. Throughout 2022, there's been songs that God has released, and that we felt, hey, there's an anointing of God. That's how we do choice song, song selection. Uh, there's, there's an anointing of God on that song. God sits upon that song. We need to do it. And each time we do it, God comes into the hearts of the people. I think we're going to do that beginning of the year. And uh, come on, give God again a hand of praise. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to actually share something and then pray. Okay. No, it's cool. So no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. No, I'm just in awe sitting here listening to all this. And I think when Keegan <clears throat> specifically was doing his presentation, like there's this vision that I saw as he was speaking. God just gave me like an image of him as like an ox and like just laden with, with 
with stuff, like this ox carrying produce, like lots and lots of produce. And I was reminded, if you all remember, in sometime in July, I think it was Keegan was leading one of the CPIs, and he, he prayed a community blessing on us uh, through that scripture in Psalm 144. Yeah, he prayed that, and I think that image is fitting. That scripture is fitting for the image that God showed me today because it speaks of our bonds. It says, your bonds will be filled with um, produce of every kind, like fruits, crops of, of every kind. And I think about the prophetic words that we've received before of just like um, being a storehouse of things. Yeah. But if you think of a barn as a place in the farm, it's almost like an, an, an uninviting place. Like you can think it's a building, it's housing things and animals and produce, but it's not the most magnificent of buildings. And, and, mm. and that spiritual image came to me as who we are, guys, as LSA, uh, just, yeah. you know, that storehouse, but very unassuming. And if you think even unattractive, unpalatable, maybe you could say even, yeah. but just the focus on being filled with this richness and this resource from God. And the vision expanded to just actually both you and Mafa in it. Mm. Because I, I think as in listening to your story, I began to see actually Mafa's story in it. And God showed me the fruit that's already there. Like in his space and in his, a very different expression, but the same thing, just in terms of its capacity. And if you, if you think even of the, the metaphor of an oxen, we've received a word like that, Robert yeah. and I, yeah. just as a couple, on the aspect of being oxen yoked together with strength that can pull. And it was just mind-blowing for me to get that image for... Keegan and, 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 and Muffa today, because yeah. oxen, actually, if you think of the strongest animals, um, it's one of the strongest animals. Yeah. But the, what its strength is in that it's able to carry a load that's bigger than itself. It, like, yeah. I think it's like 1.5 kilos more than itself. It can carry that stuff. And some of the um, um, translations of that scripture actually talk about oxen that are like filled with um, calves and like um, having the ability to, to carry a load and a labor that is stronger than you. Yeah. And oxen is able to carry that through rugged terrain. It's like it's, that's not the most conducive of times to be able to carry a load, but an ox can do that. Yeah. And I just feel like it's that um, I want to declare that sense of like the broadening of the shoulders for yeah. you because I feel like God is going to add even more to what you have. He's actually going to add more. But it's not going to miscarry. It's not yeah. going to abort. It's yeah. not going to be a load that's, that's going to break. It's going to have like a bearing capacity yeah. because it's stuff that God has ordained for you to carry. Yeah. And yeah, so I just feel yeah. like I want to pray into that. Yeah. I, I wanted to just pray into that. Beautiful. Father, we thank you for this thank moment. You, moment of reflection, God. It shows us how yes, we connect Lord. as a community. We see each and every one of our stories just interwoven into this. And 
We want to raise up our leaders before you this afternoon. We yes, thank you, God, for the work that you have been doing inside of the worship team. Thank you for the expression of strength and leadership that we have encountered through Keegan as a man, as a yes. husband, as a father, as, as a worshiper before you. Yes, thank you, Lord, for the journey that you've taken him through. And today we get to feast off that. Thank yes, you Jesus. for breaking forth upon his life, O oh God, and today declaring an oxen for your kingdom, yes. carrying produce, O oh God, of, of, of the future, produce, O oh God, that will not just be for us as, as a barn of LSA, you, but the barn of your kingdom, God, people coming to eat off that and to, and to feed off. We thank you, Lord, for just um, the moments that you have downloaded all of that upon his life and that he did thank not you, break. Jesus. Thank you that today you are broadening his yes, shoulders you, to carry even more, oh yes, God, for the Jesus. next phase of his life, for the yes. unlocking of the new ecology yes, of what it means to be a Keegan in this lifetime, in this dispensation of the kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for Martha and his household you, and what, for planting them inside of Umlazi, oh God, and the possibilities that that speaks of in terms of the future. Thank you, God, even for the now, the preparation of the field. Thank you for the crops that you are planting. Thank you for the seeds that are falling inside of everything that they partner to do, even with Unumzamo in that space. Thank you, God, that you are calling all of us to join into that and that we are stepping into a future where we will all carry something inside of that space that speaks and glorifies the word of God that was you know, birth inside of, of our hearts, oh God, the choosing by the virtue of, of your promises, oh God. And today we say yes to those things. Yes, Lord. We no longer want to shy away from them. Yes, we thank Lord. you, Lord, that even us as an entire community, we are those oxen yes. that can carry more stuff, oh God, than we yes, think Lord. we can, that we have the bearing capacity. Thank you, God, for reminding us of who we are in the spirit. And so we pray that you will continue to allow this leadership, oh God, to be an example of hope for us. So that when we step into those things, we remember who we are. That we don't um, shy away from them or begin to doubt you or to question you, oh God, for the things that you place upon us. Today, we embrace who we are. As we sit under this testimony and receive it, oh God, our hearts are full of joy. We don't feel mourning. We feel joy, God. But in those days when mourning comes and and days are difficult, remind us, oh God, that joy comes in the morning. That we cannot escape who we are. And that, oh God, as we pioneer, we will find our fulfillment in you. As those bonds. Thank you, God, for our sons flourishing Thank in their you, youth, Jesus. oh God, like well nurtured plants that you have planted in our fields. Thank you for our beautiful daughters. We hear these testimonies, yes. just like carved pillars that beautify the palace. You know, they can hold things together in the yes, kingdom Jesus. in a beautiful way because of your crafting, oh God. Your Thank word you, has carved out a beautiful thing of our young women in this space. And today we stand in awe, Jesus. We say we will partner with you in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years because we can trust you. We can trust you, Jesus. Thank you. We can trust you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.